the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaitlin, CEO of the Patriot Training Group. And it is Thursday, the 12th day of December. And our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website, at allamericangold.com. And I guess we ought to call it, right, what it is, CPI Thursday. The numbers are out. How much more money did the Federal Reserve and, well, let's face it, these private central bankers steal out of our wallets. Jason and I were warning you. We're telling you, listen, this is going to be a low number. Uh, and it was uh, 6.5%. Percent was the headline number. So, Jason, kind of in between where we were. I, I was saying, you know, six, seven, six, eight. You were thinking low sixes. Uh, mid six, 6.5 uh, was the headline number on the CPI. You know, of course, nowhere close to 2%, but it has everybody talking about what are the what is the Fed going to do in February? Uh, the odds makers now kind of moving into your camp a little bit, Jason, saying, "Hey, we may get 25 and then a pause." I, I'm still sticking with 50, but I'm going to say this: if it is 25 and a pause, gold is going much much higher, a lot sooner. Yeah, I, I didn't see. Uh, and I was looking uh, this morning. And just just look at these these uh, inflation rates uh, that they're that are rigged number. Obviously, they they changed those inflation numbers you know years ago because they didn't work for them in the 70s and 80s. But uh, looking at the numbers that they that they give us, Joe, uh, I, I agree with you because I was at the the quarter point because I I've seen how fast it was going to come down. But if you look at it really closely, I, I don't think they do the quarter point. But I, I here's what I do say. It will only be a half point before they stop, is what I'm thinking. Either two quarter points or a half point and done. I, I don't think they're going to go much more than a half point. They're going to put that half point in, and that's that's going to be it. They're going to stop and then wait and watch. Yeah, well, and, and again, uh, we'll have to see what happens. I know you're doing some two-year numbers, which may be a better way of looking at this. Uh, and and we're, we're saying, hey, this was the lowest number if you combine. In other words, if you combine uh, this December number with last December's number, uh, what were you at, like 13 and a half? And it had been, what, 13, 8, 13, 9, 13, 9, yes. uh, the last this, three, this, four this, months. This old. month is the first. But from June to now, Joe, this is it's 13 and a half. But if you go to June, yeah, it's 14 and a half uh, starting in June. And it goes, yeah, 13.9, 13.6, 13.6, 13.9, 13.9, now 13.5. This is the lowest for, for June through December. Uh, obviously, when we get into April next year, you have a 4 and an 8. So it's these next few months, when we get to May and June, we'll really see. And I, I have a feeling that uh, these these numbers cool now, and then uh, it's a, you know the wait-and-see game. And, Joe, I don't know what they do if inflation comes back. I don't see, I don't see them raising the rates again. I, I don't know what they're going to do. 
it's going to be really, really interesting because uh, obviously energy was a big driver in, in, in driving this number lower. But when you dug into the number, there was one thing that wasn't good in the number that kind of says, hey, uh, we're still going to get that 50 basis points, which was the service sector, which our economy, we're a service sector economy. And what that just means is, listen, we don't, we manufacture some stuff, I mean, but we really don't, right? We, 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 we didn't want those jobs, right? We leave that, those jobs. To, to Mexico and China and Vietnam, right? We, we, we don't like to do that stuff here. Uh, and, and a lot of it because it's dirty. Let's, let's not lie, right? You know, the, when you're, uh, manufacturing stuff like that. But service sector, here was the bad part. It was the highest inflation in the service sector. Uh, going back to 1982, and this is exactly what I'm hearing from my business owner friends, Jason, is, hey, it's great that gas went down and, and that stuff, but our costs are still going up. And, and this is kind of exact, not kind of, this is exactly what this report said. That definitely spells the uh, the coming of uh, job elimination, for sure, Joe. And I, I don't know if, how food did. I'm guessing food went up again. But I don't know if maybe it came down. Yeah, food was up again. Yep. So, so there you go. So with food and with service uh, going up, that's that, that's that's where the job losses will be coming. You know, the job losses will come, then the housing prices will it will show a lot of stress, and the whole thing will go into you know, into a very uh, economic worldwide stress mode, and that usually entails some sort of false emergency. Well, that, that's what I'm wondering, Joe. What what is the new thing that's going to get people blaming, pointing the finger at all this craziness that's going on? And then, of course, the the other side of this, and, and not surprising, real average weekly earnings continue to decline. So, uh, and, and all of that means is uh, when you factor in what you're getting paid, and yes, people have gotten raises, uh, but but it's not keeping up. In other words, hey, you know what? I'm making ten thousand dollars a year more than I was a year ago. Unfortunately, inflation. Is eating up more than that ten thousand. So you're actually, you know, you got paid more money, but you end up poorer, Jason. That's that's correct. That's correct. Yeah, you you put in more money and you end up poorer, and that's isn't that seem like just what, you know, what it is for all of us uh, uh, common folk, right? Yeah, you, you work twice as hard and you get half as much, right? Yeah, and and, and again, I think that's probably the the biggest uh, thing in all of this uh, overall. Uh, it was a lower number just like we anticipated. By the way, gold and silver doing exactly what we told you to do. You want to pay more for gold and silver? Just wait. You'll pay more. I mean, it'll be that simple. Uh, when we get back, though, not only will we update you on the market, but the Fed whisperer was out again this morning, and he says that I'm wrong. When it comes to rate hikes, I'll tell you what he thinks when we return. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason on this Thursday. Uh, the Dow's up 150, and believe it or not, that's like the high of the day. Kind of surprising. Uh, the S&P's up three, the NASDAQ's down. Uh, gold really, uh, again, adding to these gains here, up another $15 now, $18.95. Silver's up $0.40, cents, 
$23.88. And, of course, this market recap brought to you by our friends at Y-Refi. Listen, you don't want to be in this volatility uh, of Wall Street and, and, and inflation coming down. Right, We're, we're trying to celebrate 6.5%, right? And now, now you got Fed officials saying, hey, we need to take a timeout or we need to stop raising rates. And, and of course, uh, the, the inflation boogeyman uh, on its return path later this year. Call our friends at investyrefi.com. That's the word invest. The letter Y R E F Y dot com or eight 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 Y Refi twenty four up to ten and a quarter percent guaranteed guaranteed not involved in Wall Street whatsoever. Uh, it's a great alternative, especially if you just got you know money laying around. You got to have at least fifty grand. That that's the minimum uh, when you deal with with my friends over at Y Refi, Jason. But the Fed whisperer. Was out. We, we, you know, he's kind of known as Nicky Leaks. Uh, he's the Wall Street Journal's guy that covers uh, the Federal Reserve. And I'll, I'll say this: he has gotten a lot. Of, he's got my credibility because every time he's come out, he tends to be pretty accurate uh, as to what the Fed is going to be doing. You know, he, he said December was going to be 50 basis points. Uh, he, he, he's pretty much called, uh, what the Fed was going to do all along. So he was out today and saying in the Wall Street Journal today that the Fed is only going to go 25 basis points in February. Uh, and, and I'll just say this. If that's true, Oh, don't be surprised. I think gold will be over $2,000 on that news if that actually comes to fruition, Jason. Well, and, and you've said you thought there would be two more hikes and then it would come to a pause. I right. think if, if it, it is a quarter point, because it is only the 12th of January, so we got some time here for it to, for the, the news to be so-called good here for a while for, for their inflation numbers. Uh, I think they do another quarter point then before they're done. Or I think they do the 50 points, like you're saying, and then I think they – I don't – they're just not going to go more than a half point, Joe, from here, because you know they're looking at this disease blend. I mean, like I said, the, the program numbers of hey, get used to higher inflation as a permanent thing. I mean, it was nine one in what June or July, then eight five, eight three, eight two, seven seven, seven one, six five. So it's, for the guys looking at just the, the 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 simple numbers of the last six eight months, oh, this is getting better. It's all it's it, it, it the trend is lower. It's, it's uh, we're all going back to normal. But they're not looking at it through the lens of, well, look at the rest. Of, I'm looking at the chart from 2012 all the way through 2022, the last 10 years. There ain't no numbers that are fives or fours or sixes or sevens, right? There ain't none of those numbers anywhere. I see some two nines, right, Joe? I, I'm looking at this chart. Uh, there's some two right, nines. Right, two nine would have been, oh, well, that's just a one-off. We had, you know, and, and there would be a, a reason. Oh, well, we had a, a, a huge spike in gas because there was a, a hurricane or, or or a pipeline problem or, or something that was very, very short-lived. Uh, but but it is interesting, Nikki Leaks saying that based on this data, that a 25 basis point uh, move seems likely, saying that the odds of a 50 basis point hike are now at 9%. And wow. that 25 well. is it, and, and suggesting 
that the, that the market is now pricing in a one more and done scenario. I, I don't know, uh, to Jason's point, maybe it's a 50 basis point and then we're going to pause or maybe we're going to get 25 and one more, 25 in March, then pause. Uh, but, but either way, Jason, uh, there's no doubt, according to Nikki Leaks, the Federal Reserve is looking for any reason uh, to slow and stop the pace of rate hikes. We've been above 4% inflation since April of 2021. I mean, Joe, I think that they've, they're conditioning the public to get used to above 4 or 5. I mean, if they pause after the next rate hike or two, does it get below five? I mean, I don't know if they. I mean, maybe it 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 settles below five for a month. Maybe we get down to four two, like that first number in April. But I don't see how they get it back down to two or three or even one, like previous uh, months and years, Joe. I don't see how they get it. I don't I don't see this the economic conditions allowing such a thing to happen. So I think they're going to have what they're trying to do their soft landing, Joe. This is the whole thing. They're trying for that soft landing, but. What does what does the a soft landing really mean? Did they, have they really defined the Fed defined exactly what that means? I think a soft landing means it helps all the big time investors and big wigs and, and billionaires and everybody else has to uh, sh- uh, shoulder the load, Joe. Well, uh, I'll just say this, Jason. Uh, Philadelphia Fed President Patrick Harker, he's a voting member this year, so he has a vote. He was out this morning saying that he's in the 25 basis point camp, that it would be appropriate going forward. And uh, he expects that we will raise rates a few more times this year. So again, is that 25 in February, 25 in March? Though to my mind, the days of raising them 75 basis points have surely passed. Okay, I, I don't know that that's a big prophetic statement uh, but he, he continued on, in my view, hikes of 25 basis points will be appropriate going forward. He expects the Fed to get to just over 5% and then hold. So in, in this view, you know, if they went 25-25, Jason, they, they get to just under 5%. So... Uh, we'll, we'll see here, uh, but Harker, a voting member, he's going to go 25, and, and I don't think he would make these kinds of statements if he didn't think that, that that's what Jay Powell wants, it, and we could very well expect 25 basis points in February. Again, that changes. That just we I've been increasing how quickly I expect gold to rise. Over the last eight weeks, eight weeks ago, I was telling you the last rate hike was going to be in May, right? That we were going to go 50 in February. I thought we'd go 50 again in March and 25 in May. Uh, Jason, now, if if anything else, uh, it looks like 50 may be off the table. We'll see. Yeah, and I'm sure you were going to cover this later in the show, but you're you're talking about the premiums coming down. They've been coming down on gold and silver. You're saying it's coming down even further, so that's going to lead into our special, obviously. But, I mean, gold was tickling 1900 before the things that are going to happen here soon, which is the lower rate hikes and then a pause. Uh, I think I think the next CPI in February will probably be 5.9 or 5.8. Uh, they're going to throw a huge party. 
the rate hikes will stop. And I, I don't know, maybe they get, you know, these are weird numbers that, that, that we report, Joe, and, and if the, the uh, inflation rate gets down to the fours in a few months or maybe get down to the threes, uh, they're really, 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 I mean, just the explosion of wanting to print money and quantitative ease is going to be there because the markets at the same time are going to go into recession. So to, to stop a depression, what do they have to do? They have to print. So they're desperately trying to get the inflation numbers down, have the job losses and, and the recession start. And if that inflation number is low, Joe, it's, uh, well, it's, it's time to quantitative ease and start giving everyone money, right? Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now, I think gold premiums are at the bottom. Uh, they're pretty much, I think, in line with where they should be right now. Silver's been the outlier. It's come way in. Uh, today, we've got this huge opportunity uh, on, on silver half dollars. Uh, it's incredible. In one day, I'm lowering the price by $40 a roll. Uh, rolls of 20, silver half dollars. This is your utility or junk silver. Jason, all the way down to $220 a roll. Essentially, that's what I've got quarters at. Think about it. We ran dimes uh, on sale last week at $110 a roll. Two rolls of dimes is the same as one roll of half dollars. Jason, it's the same price. It, that's insanity. Half dollars haven't been this low for a long time. And then for guys that like half dollars, this this is what you've been waiting for to get in on half dollars. This, this is the special for that. I know people like silver eagles. I know some people like different kinds of coins, bars or rounds. But for that, for that junk silver, that 90% silver, to get that large coin, which is the half dollar. I, I know there's silver dollars. Well, those silver dollars carry heavy premiums. Well, the, the half dollar has been carrying heavier premiums. Much so this heavier is your chance premiums. to get in. Yeah, this this is the yeah, chance to get it, Joe. And uh, I'll, I'll say this, uh, gold and silver, they're begging you to buy it. Uh, Joe and I talked briefly this morning, and as these premiums have been dropping and the price of gold and silver, the spot price has been going up, and you've been having lower prices. So as, as bad as it's been for the last few years, basically telling you, the small buyers, stay away. We are buying it all. Now they're, they're, they're wanting you to jump in. Now, here's the thing. you got this little period where, okay, this this is it. It's It's been at this price. And, and the price hasn't been going up. It's kind of been staying the same. The premium's really high on a lower price point, the, the, the lower spot with the higher premiums. Now we got the lower premiums and the higher spot. This price, the prices have been staying this, this good old days. I keep talking about the good old days, right, Joe? The, the price stays in this, this area for a while, and then it launches. This is, the rubber band is, is, is as tight as it can be. It's getting ready to spring. Uh, so, so you better get in the next – I would – you get in today, obviously. I, I, we, yeah. Joe and I don't like to say, hey, you can buy next week or, or buy in a month. But here in the next few weeks, the next few days, or maybe the next month or two, this is it. The price is just going to take off. There's nowhere else for it to go but up, especially what Joe has been just showing you on the air, which is, hey, the interest rates are coming down. They're, gonna, they're, they're not going to uh, raise the rates. And this looks like printing is coming back. And this is going to make the dollar weak, and this is going to make gold take off, Joe. And, again, I, I would tell you right now, this is – normal half-dollar premium, normal. I mean, you're talking about buying half-dollars less than $31. I mean, uh, that, that's, you know, we got $24 silver. Uh, the, the, that would be a premium that would be in line. I had Arlene trying to look. We went back all of 2022, all of 2021, all of 2020, could not find half-dollars this inexpensive. So at least 2019, maybe 2018, 
to get it this low at 220. I've got 200 rolls. That's like two, that's two bags of half dollars, uh, at 800. 9510592 golds up $17 now 1896 uh silver $23.90 uh the dow just sitting around up about 100 120 points uh i was really expecting a little more but jason a lot of people were like you they were actually expecting this number to be even lower I, I was, I think six five. I, I was thinking six two to six four. But after we talked a few days ago, and I was looking at uh, how the CPI has been dropping uh, over this year, it's it's only dropping about a half a point to point six points per month. They really have got this. I mean, nine one to eight five is is point six. Then it went down point two, point one, then point four, point six. So I didn't. I, I think I was a, a little aggressive by saying uh, it's going to go down to six two today. So I thought six four it was, it was. That was kind of the number I was thinking. So six five is pr- pretty. I was pretty close, Joe. I think we see the same thing for the uh, for the January number in February. I think six five goes to five eight or five nine. So we're going to have high. I think that's where it's going to be. And then I'm telling you, this is. Uh, you know, they're going to use this as an excuse to stop raising the rates, and then uh, they're, they're going to have that money printer just waiting, right, Joe? I, 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 I almost feel like the Fed and the government just waiting. Biden's just waiting to, to spend more money, right, Joe? Well, I'm going to say this. The other side of when you hear something like Harker, the other side of that is what are they actually seeing in the data that makes them want to slow down this quickly? To Jason's point, are they seeing something where they know, hey, we've got to stop these rate hikes because the economy's ready to to head the other way. We just haven't seen it in other data points. We'll be back. 800-951-0592, the website allamericangold.com, and you can go to our shopping cart. I got the the half dollars on sale. Listen, I've still got... Uh, 10-ounce gold eagles at 240 as well, just blowing away the competition for everybody out there. Uh, one of my favorite, not you know what, I would say my favorite guy. When I when I listen uh, to, because you know there's hundreds and hundreds and thousands of these analysts, but Jeffrey Gunlotch, he's where the billionaires turn to. Uh, he's known as the Bond King. Uh, we've got an article up on our website. Kitco has it as well, talking about. Now is the time to not only buy, but own gold. And Jason, he, he was kind of taking a, a page out of our book saying, hey, over the last, you know, two and a half, three years, gold really hasn't done a lot when you talk about the average daily price, right? It's up, but it was up a couple of dollars here, a couple of dollars there. And we've been telling all of our list, matter of fact, we started telling people back in, around uh, Thanksgiving, we expect a huge move higher in gold and silver in 2023. Uh, and, and Jeff Gunlatch is now out saying, now is the time to buy it. He goes, it's one of my recommendations for assets to own in 2023. You know, talked about some technical stuff uh, above 1800, above its 200 day moving average. Uh, you know, the, the, the funny thing, Jason, too, we talked about the dollar. Uh, just like we said, the dollar peak is in. The dollar's not going back. You know, the dollar in 2022 almost got to 120. Uh, 
Uh, right now, the dollar's at like 103. Uh, so we've already seen uh, the dollar come in quite a bit. And, and, and with this news that the Fed is going to slow even faster and pause even faster, Jason, uh, the more downside to come for the dollar. And I think it's one of the reasons why Gunlatch is saying you got to own this asset class. When I look at uh, gold, when I look at the charts, because you know you you can look at historical charts. I like I like historical charts to, to look at what happened, and then you you, you base on what happened before as a, as a predictor of what's going to happen. Because every situation you have is 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 new and different, but you can you can see some things that are similar. Gold as an average daily closing price. I wish that's what people would go on when they, when they look at gold. Uh, from 2015 all the way to 2022, now going into 2023, it's it's up every single year. But if you look at the opening price, closing price, you know, 2015 was a down year for gold. 2018 was a down year for gold. 2021 was a down year for gold. 2022 was a down year for gold. But that's because of opening and closing price. If you look at average daily price, when I came on with Joe in, in 2018, 2018, 2019, it was like 20, about 1268 was the average price, and, and 1393 was the average price for 2020 or 2019. That's about $1,300, around $1,300. And, you can put 2017 in there. That was 1260, 12, 20, 1250, and 1260 for 16 and 70. So that 1200, we were in that 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 area where the price kind of stayed the same for several years. You got 1250 spot on gold. Every year it went up though, 15 to 16 to 17 to 18. And I think the average closing price has been up every. Year. I think we're on a super cycle for gold. And yeah, even though it's just up a little bit from year to year. It's because everything is, you know, they're, they're piecing things together. They're, they're, they're suppressing gold and silver and assets, and they're trying to hold up this, this, this debt money system, this Ponzi scheme, as best they can. They're doing a poor job of it because if, if they were really doing a good job, of gold would have down years in between sprinkled in here. Uh, as of 2020, it, it jumped up to the 1700 range, 500 bucks. You know, 1773 was the average price in 2020. 1798 was the average price in 2021. And then, of course, last year up a couple more dollars to 1801. It jumped 500 dollars. Joe, the jump that we're going to have coming could be a thousand dollars. We could see the spot price go to, let's say, 2800. It could be this year, early next year, and then, and then what? What's it going to be with the premiums? What is that going to be? 3500 for an ounce of gold? That's that's where we're headed for, Joe. Yeah, and so you know, he started talking about the bond curve. By the way, the 10-year note getting ready to go below 35. Uh, barely, it's like 3502 uh, right now. Getting ready to go into the three fours. He says it's screaming recession. He's talking about a massive decline in inflation because this recession is going to be coming. Uh, saying that the Fed is going to have a hard time getting rates to five percent, and he's reiterating that. They will be forced to cut rates this year. That's another huge call that I don't have. So think about what, where we started eight weeks ago. Eight weeks ago, I was telling you, hey, it's going to be a really good year for gold. It's going to be a really good year for silver because the Fed's going to stop hiking after the March rate. And, and I was thinking maybe by the end of 2023, they would be talking about maybe cutting. Fast forward eight weeks later. Now we're saying, hey, listen, the Fed may be done in February. Worst case, March. And oh, by the way, people that are a lot smarter than me are saying that they're going to be cutting rates 
in 2023. Uh, Jason, this changes the picture to where, like you said, are we going to, we've seen Gold do this time and time again, two, three, four years where it doesn't move a whole lot, and then, boom, here's $500 in a year. And this time around, Jason, it looks like that coiled spring. 1000 $1,500 does not seem that crazy, does it? Well, I'll, I'll agree with him if the housing market goes under extreme stress. If we see the, the recession hit, and I, I would say if the, if the housing market really goes bad, let's just say it's way worse than we're, I don't think it's going to be as bad for the housing, especially compared to 2008. But if let's just say the housing market starts to go under a massive stress, the, the layoffs and, and the job losses and the, the businesses closing the doors, it gets extreme in the middle of the year, Joe. You start seeing riots and things like this. Uh, I could see them cut the rates, Joe, to, to get the, to spur home buying. I, 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 that would be the situation, I think, Joe, where, hey, we better cut rates because it's it's catastrophe, right? But other than that, Joe, I, I see them just kind of skating the rest of the year with a pause. I, again, I, I hate when I hear this because uh, obviously they're looking at things that, that I'm not privy to, Jason's not, that we're not seeing uh, that's scaring them in, in some way. Um, you know, jobless claims today, again, another low number, uh, 205,000. Now, we do think this year does that, that's seasonally adjusted, and we know the unseasonally adjusted numbers are much higher. They're in the 270s. But we got to remember, all, all the retailers are like, we're hiring less people, right? Remember, like Walmart and Kroger and all that, they're like, hey, we're not going to hire as many people so it kind of stands the reason that these seasonal adjustments are a little heavy-handed and maybe these, these jobless claims are a little worse. But it's not, you know, it's not like they're, they're, we're, we're hearing all these places talking about closing and going out of business and all that other stuff either, Jason. So hang on to your hats. It's going to be a wild, wild ride. Put these half-dollar rolls at two. 20 away as fast as you can. Stack them up, baby. We'll be back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. You got to act quick. Uh, Arlene was just in during the break. Uh, we got about a half of it. We got about 50 rolls left, I'm, and we're desperate here. We're, we're calling. Uh, our wholesalers to try to find more, but Jason, that's what happens here. Uh, silver's now up almost 50 cents here, up 48 cents, 23.97. Uh, silver eight or gold 18.96 in change, up over 17 dollars. Uh, BlackRock uh, has announced it's laying off uh, 500 people, and then how about this? This is uh, this is. This is how much in, de in decline we are. Uh, USC says that uh, the, the, the School of Social Work is going to remove the word field from the curriculum and academic references because apparently it is racist. Yes. The word field is now racist. That's field with a D? Field with a D. You know, like football field. I don't know what they're going to call it now, but yes, you, you, you're, there you go. 
I think people. Hey, are what does that have to do work. with economics? Nothing, but it just has to well, do just, with the. I just try to figure out how, how there's so much fear of words, Joe. The, the fear of word, the fear of everything, just baffles me at all. But but that's how they control people. But the the, the fear of words is just baffles me. I just all, all the censorship that goes on, even in just everyday life with you, with your even with your spouse or your kids or your your work, your job that you're at. I mean, all the all the censorship of words and the fear of words. I mean. As soon as you fear a word or don't like a word, you're giving power to somebody else that's using it. And you should stand up to that stuff. I just want to walk around the rest of the day just saying the word field now. I mean, I don't know. Uh, uh, by the way, the House, the House has voted 331 to 97 to ban China from getting U.S. oil reserves. <laughs> Just in time for them to stop releasing oil reserves. Uh, so for, for people that don't know, uh, we, our refining was at capacity. So the strategic oil reserve, a lot of that oil, uh, was a little heavier, a little harder for our refiners to refine. That was actually being shipped to China, uh, for them to refine it. Uh, but, but now, now that they're done releasing it, they're going to ban them from getting it. You know, there, there, there's well, our, there's our government at work. Correct me if I'm wrong. I thought we shipped a bunch of oil to Mexico recently because of some supply line issues or something with the refineries. And then they refine it in Mexico and send it to China. Isn't that just the way around? Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's all, I guess, I don't know, you know, Congress. just, it's just they Congress. To they just feel good so about it, I guess, you know. They're so useless. They just got to do something to, to, to beat their chest, I guess. Oh, my Lord. I, I just, I, wow. I guess the last 10 minutes has been nothing but ridiculous uh, news uh, outside of, I guess, the, the BlackRock layoffs. Why do I get a feeling home stocks are, or home builder stocks are rallying? Uh, on the news that the Fed whisperer said the Fed's almost done, right? Well, and then think about BlackRock. They've been scooping up properties the last couple of years just like crazy, and now they're laying off people. makes me think, it's like, okay, well, thank you for helping us buy all this stuff up. Now we're, we're going to hold and, and, and reap huge rewards, and we don't really need you anymore. We're, we're not going to buy as, as rapidly. You know, it's just, it's just man, it's, like it's, it's tough to work for a corporation nowadays, Joe. Yeah, it, it, it really is a it's crazy environment out there. But uh, there was an article out on MoneyWise talking about the renembi uh, and China's desire uh, to become a much bigger player in global trade. Of course, we've been talking a lot about this. Uh, obviously, uh, the addition of Russia... Uh, you know, China was about 2% of global trade. Russia's kind of made it 3% of global trade. Uh, if they get the Middle East, that, 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 that's a big move, right? Because, you know, you're talking oil that, that could get the renembi, uh, somewhere in that closer to 10% range. And you gotta remember, all of that, all of that's gonna be coming away from the dollar. But according to, to, to money wise, you know, they're talking about, and this is, Again, I don't, I hate to say it, but I, I think this is overly aggressive. But they're saying that uh, the dollar, you know, is starting to lose the amount of, of, of share in the global trade markets. 
But they're saying, MoneyWise is saying that within the next two decades, so 20 years, that China, uh, the renminbi, will be on parity with the dollar as far as global trade goes, Jason. That's, I, I don't know how that math works. I really don't. Uh, if that was the case, uh, what are we going to do? Think about it in 20 years. What's the national debt going to be in 20 years? $80 trillion? You know, and, and we're going to be losing market share on the global trade. That, that, that math doesn't work. Well, with digital currencies, Joe, things are going to change rapidly. So I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised by that at all. I think uh, I, had, I had a listener uh, talk to me about uh, currency parity, that uh, the world system is trying to get some currency parity going on before this big reset. So you may have the smaller currencies have you know, four to one or two to one to the dollar, and all the larger currencies be one to one to the dollar and get as close to parity as you can before you do this economic reset with digital currency. That makes a lot of sense to me because you have to reset the values of everything in relationship to each other when you reset the, the table, so to speak. So, uh, Joe, that makes a lot of sense, actually, doesn't it? Yeah, and, and uh, here's what's – oh, man, wait till we get back. I've got mint sales out. Uh, the, the U.S. has a drop in demand. Well, actually, they didn't. Uh, they just had a drop in production uh, while all other mints around the world saw record demand. We'll be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason wrapping it up here. This this half dollar deal will not last. This is absolutely the best price in years here. Uh, Two hundred and twenty dollars. I did get some good news. Uh, Arlene was talking to the Bullion Bank. Uh, we were able to get almost another bag uh, of it. So we have. A hundred so rolls left, uh, give or take here, uh, but that's it. Once they're gone, they're gone. Uh, $220. That's $40 off from, from yesterday and gold's up 50 or silver's up 50 cents. I mean, it's just insanity. 800 951 0592. Uh, the, the Perth Mint said they had all-time record sales for silver and gold bullion products, while the United States said gold demand was down 22%, and silver demand, ready for this, Jason, down 43.5%. There was one caveat, though. The U.S. Mint said uh, we were unable to keep up with demand. Wait a minute. How does demand fall 43% and somehow you are unable to keep up with demand, right? And again, I think there's a problem with silver inventories. That's just my guess. But here's what's, here's why, uh, this, this half dollar deal, it's so incredible. There's, they started talking about the lack of demand is not outstripping the lack of supply because there was no lack of demand. I'll tell you that right now. That was just a fallacy. What it was was lack of the U.S. Mint producing what was needed, period. Drove these higher premiums, 
And, and they were talking about silver premiums hit an all-time record high, rising to more than 100% of the coin's values. And think about it, silver was $18. Silver Eagles were $36, $37, $38, Jason. I mean, this is, this is what, what happened. Well, and, and in some some areas, you're, you know, depending on who you're buying from, you could silver eagles for four hundred dollars a roll, or uh, excuse me, eight hundred dollars a roll, which means they're forty dollars, Joe. So, yeah, that, I remember how extreme it got. And uh, as, as Joe was talking about reading about this uh, coming into the break, I, I, I typed into the little chat. It's like you know, other countries in the world they hit record highs in gold last year. We we got we had a one spike that got close to the high, but we were not at record highs. The rest of these countries, these other mints, record high gold prices. So they. They are buying up the metals, and of course the U.S. Mint's not going to have as much supply because there's a demand elsewhere, and I think that demand's coming back here in America this year, Joe, and I think we'll see our record highs for us. Yeah, I think silver is absolutely going to explode here. I love that the premiums have come in. Uh, the yep. Mint shut down in November to get ready for 2023. Uh, I'm hoping that means they're finally ready to start supplying this market uh, because it looks like it just in the way I'm looking at it, Jason, the big guys came in and bought it all, uh, and they were probably yep. buying 100-ounce and 1,000-ounce silver bars, stacking them in their vaults, uh, and now they want the price to run. Well, Joe, in 2019, I was on the air doing shows, and uh, we, uh, every every other country in the world had record high gold prices, but America. Then then here comes coronavirus and all of 2020s craziness, and then America hit its high the very next year, 2020. So we're lined up to echo that one right now, Joe. Rolls a half dollars, two hundred and twenty dollars. Don't forget, ten ounce American gold eagles, two hundred and forty dollars, eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Jason and I are coming right back with the half empty cup and Bill Roberts. You're not going to want to miss that. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 